When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Please have a seat, everybody. You're too kind. Welcome one and all in here, out there, all around the world to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Folks, the big story. Listen to that. Listen to that. I just, I just want to go out to the audience and hug all of you. <laughs> I was hoping the feeling was mutual, but evidently not. Big story today is all about tomorrow because yesterday, five states held primaries, and I'll tell you all about that tonight. Most alarming about the elections is that uh, many of the big winners include election deniers backed by the former president. Apparently, the majority of Republican voters don't trust voting. (laughs) So after they cast their ballots, they got multiple stickers. I voted, or did I stop the sticker? (laughs) Now, when it comes to election denial, a lot of Republicans just talk the talkie. If you want someone who walks the walkie, look no further than Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate and mom who's going to lead this PTA meeting in song. (laughs) Harry Lake. Lake's race against Karen Taylor Robson is currently too close to call, but that did not stop Lake from calling it last night. Can you believe it? I I got the numbers here. We have barely any votes counted. We won today seven out of 10 election day votes. Do you know that? That is massive. And those votes are not counted yet. There is no path to victory for my opponent and we won this race, period. I'm sorry, what? What's what's happening? (laughs) She said the votes were barely counted Then she said she was winning 7 out of 10. Then she said the votes were not counted yet. Then she said she won. (laughs) Reminds me of last year's Super Bowl. There's the kickoff. And there's no path to victory for the Rams. The Bengals win. I'm going to Disney World. Stay tuned for the equalizer. (laughs) Now, quality show, equalizer. Quality show. As long as we're declaring winners before the votes are counted, I'm pleased to announce that The Late Show with Stephen Colbert has won the J.D. Power & Associates Award for Initial Customer Satisfaction with quality mid-sized sedan. Okay? Suck it, Toyota Sienna! Bite me, Chrysler Pacifica! (laughs) Of course, a real pro doesn't wait for Election Day. Here's Lake claiming victory the day before the election. (laughs) 
So? Polls are more accurate than elections? That's like standing in a thunderstorm screaming, the forecast said it would be sunny. I'm not wet. Fake rain. <laughs> there's one person. There's one person. There's one person who definitely not vote for Carrie Lake, and that's twisted sister frontman <laughs> and unofficial spirit Halloween costume of D. Snyder. D. Snyder. <laughs> Without Snyder's permission, at Carrie Lake's campaign events, she's been playing Twisted Sisters, We're Not Gonna Take It. Snyder chose not to take that, tweeting, Hey, idiots, read the first line. We've got the right to choose. This is a pro-choice anthem you are co-opting. It was never intended for you fascist morons. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Hell yeah. 80s hair bands are leading the fight to save democracy. January 6th committee, it's time to update your look. <laughs> but the big vote yesterday took place in Heartland State and skinny Colorado, Kansas. You see, back in 2019, the state Supreme Court ruled that Kansans had a state constitutional right to abortion. So this year, conservatives wrote a ballot measure to change the state constitution, which would have allowed the Republican legislature to ban abortion. It's the first major referendum on abortion rights since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Well, the results of that vote are in, and Kansas voted to preserve abortion rights protections in its constitution. Well, look at that. Huh. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I did not see that coming. That yeah. is weird. That is really wild. They also changed their state bird from the western meadowlark to flipping off Sam Alito. <laughs> no, no. That's not nice. That's not nice. Going into the election, the decision was actually polling basically even. No one knew where this would go. But last night, abortion rights were upheld by 59 to 41%. That is kind of shocking, the scale of that victory. That's not, that's just not a win. That's a Kansas kicking. <laughs> and, Mayor, I remind you, Kansas is a state so bright red, it looks like me after 30 seconds on the beach. <laughs> Keep in mind, this blowout happened despite a series of dirty tricks from Republicans in Kansas. First, they made the wording of the ballot measure extra confusing. Then they sent voters a text message right before the election that read, women in Kansas are losing their choice on reproductive rights. Voting yes on the amendment will give women a choice. Vote yes to protect women's health. They tried to trick them into voting the wrong way. This is the most misleading political message since 1952's I like Ike too much to burden him with the presidency, votes Stevenson. <laughs> In other surprising news, I looked out the window today and I did not see a mushroom cloud. And that is a relief. Because the Chinese government is at DEFCON pissed off <laughs> over Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. You see, uh, the, the Chinese government claimed Taiwan as a part of China. And when Pelosi got there, one of the first things she did was she vowed to preserve democracy in Taiwan. Hell, yes, Americans will always, 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 we will always fight to preserve democracy in Taiwan. 
Will we preserve democracy in America? No spoilers, please. <laughs> Ever since word of Pelosi's trip got out, the Chinese government has been making some scary threats, like sending warships to surround Taiwan during the speaker's visit. But Pelosi stuck to her metaphorical guns. Speaking at the presidential office, she honored the achievements of Taiwan's voters. Out of a crucible of challenge, you have forged a flourishing democracy, one of the freest in the world, proudly to be led by a woman president. That's an applause line. <laughs> oh, please, Nancy, asking for applause. That is sad. Am I right, greatest audience in late night? You guys are amazing. Listen, uh, I like to make you guys happy, and if any of this news uh, upsets you, um, strap in, because it ain't over. A new study warns eating processed food like ice cream hurts brain function. <laughs> Stop it, science. <laughs> Just stop studying things. This is why people turn against you and start eating horse paste. <laughs> What's next? Puppy kisses cause herpes. Exposure to Chris Evans is depleting the ozone layer. Just let us have nice things. <laughs> apparently, apparently old man science discovered that because they cause inflammation, Ultra-processed foods cause a significant decrease in brain function. Oh, that is ridiculous. <laughs> I eat processed foods all the time. <laughs> and a me brain flip race car. <laughs> Apparently, it doesn't take a lot of it. Just 100 calories of processed foods can affect your health. That's two cookies. <laughs> okay. If eating two cookies hurts my brain, I'm gonna eat three more cookies. To hurt my brain just enough to forget how bad it was to eat the first two cookies. <laughs> oh. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, science also ruined everything else. Because the list of foods no good for brain includes bread, crackers, fried snacks, cream cheese, ice cream, candy, soda, and hot dogs. Basically, anything you eat at a stadium. <laughs> so get ready for the new baseball treat. Broccoli helmet. <laughs> Here's some facts for you, science. If you want us to live a long time, you gotta understand something. We're all just living to get to the next cookie. <laughs> Sometimes we stop eating for weeks at a time to lose a few pounds so we can go on vacation and gain those pounds back eating cookies. The tide goes out so it can come back in. I will only stop eating cookies when I die, and if I die because I ate too many cookies, then I won. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Ron Howard. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, my first guest tonight is the Academy Award-winning director behind films like Apollo 13, Rush, Frost, Nixon, and so many more. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Ron Howard. <laughs> Uh, that's a thrill already. Isn't that yeah, nice? Absolutely. You don't get that every place. No, no. Only, you know? only here. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, you're, you're a director. Uh, you're an actor. Right. Uh, you're a producer. Yes. Uh, you're a writer. That but you, you, you've recently added a, a new item to your CV, and that is you're a wedding officiant. Who yeah. are we looking at right <laughs> yes, here? Sorry. Well, that's, well, that's, that's yeah, that is me. Uh, well, that's my daughter, Paige. Mm-hmm. And the love of her life, Tim. Yeah. And yes, I'm, I officiated the uh, the wedding. Did you have to get a license or something like that? I did. As a matter yeah. of fact, it's still good. Uh, you know, <laughs> they they got a deal. I would probably charge a little something, something. But, sure, exactly. Yeah. You got to get your beak wet. <laughs> now, I have done it before. Yeah. And it can be it can be nerve wracking. How did how did it feel? I, I it was okay. You know, I mean, it, my daughter, uh, she all through COVID, they were trying to. Pulled this wedding off, and it finally, oh, it finally happened. Yeah. And I, and yeah, I'm not sure the officiant is supposed to weep openly mid ceremony, uh, but this one did. <laughs> but good. it was great. Well, congratulations was great. Yeah, to you and you. your daughter, and, and, and the love of her life. <laughs> now, you got a new film. You got a new film hill called Thirteen Lives, which is about the rescue of the soccer team, the, the youth soccer team, in northern in, Thailand, in northern Thailand back in 20, uh, 2018. 2018. Okay. Yes. And I, first of all, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. What a dramatic story. Um, I understand some of your actors, including our, our dear friend Viggo Mortensen, who's in it, wanted to do their own diving. Yes. And do they, do you, do well, they not believe in stuntmen having jobs? Well, I, Why would they want to do you that? You know what, they, well, I mean, it's about a cave rescue. Sure. And much of it was underwater, and they brought these expert divers in, and we had those guys, Rick Stanton and Jason Mallinson. People who us. actually did it. People who actually did it were our technical advisors. And so they were teaching our actors to dive the way cave divers do, which is technically quite different. And of course, we had we didn't, weren't diving in real caves; they were sets. But they're still they're still caves. You're still trapped in you know and all in, water, all of it. And at a certain point, um, you know, Vigo came to me and said, "You know, Ron, we've been working with with Rick and Jason, and we can do this, and we can do it safely. And it's so particular and specific. And this is sort of Vigo, method actor." Sure. He said, I think I'm speaking for all the other guys uh, when I say that I, we don't want any stunt doubles, 
We don't want to, this is our, this is a part of our character and we want to do all the diving. And, uh, uh, Was he actually speaking for all the actors? <laughs> well, when I said yes, they all agreed. Uh, uh, and, and. Because they couldn't get out vigoed. Well, <laughs> I, look, I did appreciate it. I appreciated the effort and I was kind of patronizing about it because there's no freaking way we could actually let him do all that. We had stunt people. We had insurance. Right, sure. But. He, it was kind of an intervention. He wouldn't let up. He's a pretty dogged guy. Every, I did find out that all the other actors wanted to as well. And so we, we did reorganize it. And lo and behold, they do every single shot that is in the movie. And it was all going fine. And, but, but later I found out that also each and every one of them had had a really rough moment, a panic attack, a bit of hung up, trapped feeling a lot of anxiety, and I never heard about it. And I think that's because they think I would have just pulled the plug on the whole idea if one of them was in trouble. Sure, But they, sure. they, they did it, and Did look, you do it? Did you get in there? No, no, no. I, I'm the director, man. <laughs> I wear the right coat, and I don't get in the cave. Um, we, we have a clip here of actually some of the diving. What's this, what's this moment we're looking at Oh, here? well, this is a key moment. This is when the divers are first going in this technically ch challenging cave, and they have no idea really how dangerous it is, and we begin to get a sense of how those boys might have been trapped by a flash flood in that cave. All Vigo, all Colin. Jim? Let's have a look. All our boys. I wouldn't do that either. No. <laughs> it was, uh, look, the, the reality is, uh, you know, and there were a number of heroes, you know, in various facets around, around that rescue mission, but we, everybody was so honored to tell that story that everyone wanted to give everything that they had to just simply to, to try to, uh, to get it right. So it, it was, uh, I've, I've never had less complaining on a set mm -hmm. because, you know, it, they would look around and see one of the real rescue divers, or they would just think about what those boys had been through sure. and what all of those thousands of, of volunteers had achieved. And, uh, you know, it humbled them, and they were glad to tell the story. Now, you were here in May uh, with our friend Jose Andres yes. for the documentary about the work that World Central Kitchen we does. People. We yes. Feed People. Beautiful documentary. I recommend everybody go see it. Um, you say that this film and that film are actually related in a way. What do you mean? Well, I was working on them simultaneously, and I was kind of moving from one real-life superhero to another. I mean, uh, but the, these, are, these are people, complicated, interesting, highly intelligent, dedicated people, just accomplishing so much. And, you know, what Jose does and his team with World Central Kitchen is extraordinary. It's an act of volunteerism. Mm -hmm. And really, this is one of the things that differentiates you know, 13 lives from other movies that I've done and others that I've seen. And one of the reasons I really wanted to do it is it so celebrates volunteerism because most of the people who really moved the needle did not have to be there. They didn't have to be risking their lives. They didn't have to be risking their, their, uh, their, their you know, their emotional 
uh, kind of safety and stability, uh, career issues. And uh, so not only did I want to focus on those divers, but I also wanted to reflect how much the Thai volunteerism impacted the outcome. None of it would have happened. Uh, you know, without the, the complete international effort. There were people up the mountain trying to divert rain and everything yeah. oh, to was... keep it from actually re-flooding the, yeah. the tubes and everything. Now, Vigo... Vigo made some headlines because he was wearing the same shirt to the premiere right here. This is what he wrote, wore to the premiere of your movie. That's why right he there. was wearing that kooky thing. Exactly. He wore that. <laughs> he wore that. It was the same shirt he wore to the premiere of The Lord of the Rings back in 2001. <laughs> and he said it's because the two films are similar. Do you know what he meant by that? I do know uh, because, you know, Vigo and I talked a bit about this. And, it, and again, it is about, a, you know, a very large group of people with their own personalities, their own, you know, mm -hmm. capabilities. One's fantasy, this really happened, uh, which is, I think, the power of this story, is it's a real object lesson mm -hmm. in what a group of people can accomplish. But, yeah, struggling against insurmountable objects. A fellowship of people willing yes. to go under a mountain <laughs> to get <laughs> yeah. something done. There's a little something there. We have to take a quick break, mm -hmm. but when we come back, I'll ask Ron about the most difficult shot he's ever had in a film. Stick around. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Show listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. With Ron Howard. Now, um, uh, cave diving is not the first uh, super technically difficult thing that you have shot. No, I mean, true. Apollo 13. We did the weightlessness and in the, the in vomit the, comet. In the vomit comet, yeah. like that. Okay. Uh, racing in Rush, Rush you know, yes. form of the racing. Um, boxing in Cinderella Man. Yeah. What's the most difficult? Shot you've ever pulled off, or, or, oh. or sequence? You've well, ever... it's actually not. It's those were all challenging fires and backdraft, but there's there's there was one that's, you know, the, far more difficult. We recreated the a land race, the Oklahoma, the Cherokee Strip land race for sure. far and away. Sure. And uh, this was before any digital technology, so we had 750 people and horses lined up. Sure. We were going to fire a cannon. We had 13 cameras, two in the air. Cameras dug in everywhere, and we're going to have this land race. And of course, that's it's dangerous. Sure. Now, my father played a role in it. My father Rance, he and uh, and he, he grew up on a farm, Oklahoma boy, and and a cowboy, and he was very capable. But he was like 68 years old, you know. And uh, so the stunt coordinator came to me and he said, "Now for this first take, we don't know what's going to happen. And as we've discussed, no actors in this take, right?" And I said, yeah, we're, you know, then we'll go in for a second take. I'll get close-ups on Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, and, and I'll get a shot of my dad and a couple of the other actors. And he says, well, that's the problem. Your dad wants to be in the shot. <laughs> he can't be. He's a good rider. He can really ride, but he can't be in the shot. You've got to tell him. And I, so I did. So I walked over, and I, I called him over, and I said, Dad... <laughs> You know, for safety reasons, we're not having any actors in this thing. You know, I mean, Tom's not going to be in this shot, and Nicole, and, and he and, does his own stunts, and he does all of his own stuff. You know, we just can't do it on this first time. We don't know what's going to happen, so you understand, right? Okay, all right, we're going to go. 
And I started to walk away, and I just hear, son, I freeze. <laughs> I turn around, and he walks over to me in his, in his cowboy outfit, and he says, a um, hundred years ago, I had three ancestors who rode in this race. A hundred years later, my son, my firstborn, is directing a movie about it. I'm acting in it. <laughs> I don't want to be in the shot. I just said, Dad, get your horse. And uh, <laughs> he's in there. He's in there. <laughs> Ron, great to Pleasure. see you. <laughs> this has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.